Welcome to Bachelor Party. Today, we are diving in with Natasha Parker and Sydney Hightower from Peter's season. Can't wait to catch up with them and, of course, talk all things Claire's premiere, what we didn't hit on on Tuesday, things that have developed since. There's so much to do. Let's batch. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Natasha, Sydney, welcome to the pod. How are you? I'm amazing. Happy to be here. How are you? I'm good too. And Natasha, I think it's your second time in under six months. I think we're getting serious here. Oh, honey, you know, <laughs> I like you know a second date is really that really goes goes far for me. <laughs> it's a big deal. Um, you guys are currently together. We timed this so that we would do it while you were in the same place. Where are you currently? So we're in LA. Yes, we're in LA uh, together. Sid got here yesterday. I was in such a bad mood yesterday. Um, <laughs> Why? So, oh, just because I was just like, I was driving a lot yesterday. It was just mm-hmm. a long day. And then she came here and she's just like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm so tired. She's like, like girl. the worst. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst dude. It's funny because me and Natasha have like two relationships, I feel like. Like, do you ever have girlfriends where you're like, you know, they could be your biggest cheerleader, like your soul sister one day and the next. Natasha can be like the bigger sister that literally like wants to kill me. Like it's like you, it's really just like a hit or miss thing. Like I could get each one each day, so I'm like, all right, what are we waking up to today? Well, she's a the friends you're the closest one with are the ones who can treat you that way, right? Because you know you'll rebound. So like the two go together because of like you have like the high highs, you know you'll survive the low lows. Like any good relationship, you know? That's very true. No, it does, it works, but it's just it's funny. We have a funny little banter. It's funny. (laughs) Yeah, we we hold each other accountable. I'll say that. That's important. Nice. (laughs) What have you guys been doing that you need to be held accountable for? Anything bad? Oh, I mean, no. I mean, it's like dumb stuff. Like, oh, like (laughs) 
like today we were leaving. She's like, you're not going to lock the door. You're not going to lock the door. I'm like, you're right. I should lock the door. You know what I mean? Little stuff like that, you know, it's like, it's ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, right. You're right. Thank God for you. Or else uh, we would have gotten robbed. (laughs) What are you guys doing in LA? Do you live there? Um, no, well, I'm actually here for about a month. Um, just figuring out life, you know, New York got cold. Um, I have a lot of friends, a lot of old coworkers that live here. So I'm just coming here to, um, meet up with some old people that I used to, um, see and, you know, professional relationships and things like that. And, um, you know, it's been COVID. So sure it has. Right. So I've been freelancing and I just thought that it was a great opportunity and New York, everyone that I know is leaving and I had a great opportunity to come out here. My brother lives here. My three nieces oh, nice. that I'm always talking about lives here. So I just, it was a great opportunity to come. It was okay. great. And then Sydney, I told her I was going to be so ridiculously busy and things are going to be happening. So I was like, if you don't come early, then I don't know when I'm going to see you. So let's just like do it because I miss her. And, you know, she's on the West Coast now. So I hadn't seen her in a long time. And so she came to hang with me this weekend. Oh, awesome. Um, Sydney, did you move to California? I did. Yes, I moved um, to the Bay Area and I love it. So it's been it's been nice like having Tosh here. It's literally like what a 40 minute flight to come to LA to get work done, to see friends. It's just like, like every time I come to LA, it's like purposely, you know, like I don't just come to like, of course COVID. So like no one's going to come here for leisure, but you know, just getting work done, seeing Tosh. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. That's awesome. How, um, how was it with the fires? Was your, everyone, you know, safe? Were you able to make it through? Yeah. Yeah, everyone was safe. It's just so, it's literally just bizarre. Like you walk outside and it's like Armageddon. Like it's, it's just, it's wild. Scary. And I, really scary. you know, being from the other side of the country, it's just like, I've never, you know, I'm not used to it. So it was just like, this is, this is wild. Like people are really struggling. It's very sad. It's very, very sad. Well, I'm glad that yeah. you're safe. Sydney, Sydney sent me a video one day and it was like the middle of the day and it was pitch black outside. And I was yeah. like, Oh my gosh. It's awful. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The, the photos were really wild. Um, mm-hmm. Let's, let's take it back. Let's go back a few months to Claire's premiere in Palm Springs. One thing I, I know I bring this up a lot, but I just want to stress, and I'm really curious for you guys, from what you guys say, yeah. their premiere, like the first night was like, I think 110 degrees or something like that. What would it have been like on the first night, you know, having to stay up all night, trying to get time, like getting to know everyone, but it's also like that hot. I can't handle intense heat. So, uh, I'm just like, I would, I would have been like so miserable and I would have been like, okay, just take me to the air conditioning. What would that have been like for you guys based on your experience, um, about a year ago? Cause that was September in LA is like a great month. But mm-hmm. it cools down at night, like in a good way. Like it'll be really hot during the day, but like you get a break at night. It does not happen that way in Palm Springs in July. So what would it have yeah. been like for you guys? Listen, I'm already like a stress sweater. So like that on top of the heat, I would have been a wreck. A wreck. I would have been a wreck. Also, I have naturally curly hair. So like, of course, as a woman, you're going to think about that. If your hair's done, you're outside and like, no, absolutely awful. You're going to fridge. You're going to be, no, it would have been terrible. No. Everything's well, sticking to you. <laughs> well, I think that also the attitudes, I mean, like it, we had a wild first night, like people were coming out of nowhere. You know, that's where the whole cat and rat thing came from. I was like, it would have literally been like, like, I don't know if I can curse, but you can. Heat. it would have been bitches <laughs> in heat. Okay. <laughs> it would have been so much worse. 
<laughs> and I'm so glad that um, it actually did pull down. I mean, we were cold because we had these nightgowns, like these, you know, gowns on. Um, but we were at one point, I remember being like, I'm freezing cold. And, you know, I kept having like tea throughout the whole entire night, but I would prefer that any day over being super hot. And they were in these three piece suits and they were oh my in, God. These, you know, what? like, ugh. I understand in the desert, you don't sweat as much, but I was like, why aren't these men dripping in sweat? Why wasn't Claire dripping in sweat? I was so confused. And it was like a lot of the shooting was outside. Like yeah. they didn't really have many shots of anyone inside anywhere. So I was just like, this is wild. I know. I was. I was I very confused. I sweat by in that. the desert. I don't know if that. Like I sweat still in the desert. I sweat. Like, I still sweat. I'm a sweater. So yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I was really confused by the whole thing. What did you guys think of the premiere? Like, what was your gut reaction to it? I was shocked. Really? I wasn't. I was not shocked. I was. I was not shocked at all. I was kind of. I don't know. Like by the end of it, I was kind of just like, oh, like I don't know. Like. Wow, Sydney hater. Love it. I, I'm, tell me, no, tell me more. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm not excited <laughs> to see it. But by the end, I was just like, you know, they tried to have this little piece of drama that really wasn't even drama. And it was just like, kind of just like, eh, that was a good try, but it just really didn't get me going. And um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, <laughs> I'm just being honest. I appreciate um, it. What What's it like when you can tell like how do they make that drama happen like what do they do to get Yosef and Tyler C Tyler C list he's not even on the level of Tyler Cameron um, That's so listen, good. listen Tyler C dropped the ball like bro if you have information like that that you think is like solid information and you're gonna drop a bomb like that you do not do it on the first night like that is mm. the worst idea ever like if you have information about someone on the show and you think oh why well, you know I need to tell Claire, whatever, like you need to first like find your bearings, like figure out night one, develop some kind of, you know, connection. Maybe and then night later one. on, if you need to yeah. talk about that, that can come whenever. But I just like the first night for him to do that is just like he played that so wrong. So wrong. I, I agree too, because it's like make the first night about your bachelor and or your bachelorette, like getting a connection. Like you don't even know if you have a connection with this person yet. You're mm-hmm. meeting them for the first time. Like talk to them. What's their favorite color? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like, and get your connection first because you're bringing up another person. If I were her, I would have been super annoyed as well. Like, she wait was, a second, yeah. Wait a second, wait. Yeah, yeah he like, was it's annoying. Like, like we're already doing this whole year here for the wrong reasons thing. That's ridiculous. Even it's kind though, of really ridiculous. Even though like Yosef is not my favorite and I feel like he's just like, I don't know. I just get like, I don't know. I don't really have a good feeling about this guy, but I'm honestly glad that she chose him over um, the Tyler C guy because he just played his cards completely wrong that night and she she don't got time for that, you know? Well, it, it also made to me, what it was just a clear sign of, you're not here for me either because you're here for the drama. Because yeah. if you were here for, for me, then we would be talking about us. Let's talk yeah. about us. Boo. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't have the courage to like the first night. Like, I'm so, I was so nervous. Like I was freaking out. I would never have the courage to be like, hey, like I know I just met you, but you know, there's someone here that's like, why are you doing that? It's, it's like uncomfortable. Can we talk about how dramatic it would have been if she would have, if that didn't happen, she would have sent Tyler C home anyway. Yeah. And he was like, can 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 I can I walk you out for a second? Like, can I talk oh, to you for a second? I have some information about one of the people here. When she when he was leaving, like that would have been like, okay, wait, what? Would right? have extended his time on the show, right? They definitely would have used that as a cliffhanger, and he probably would have been back next week. Would have gotten two episodes, not just one. 
<laughs> he, exactly. He definitely yeah. played his card wrong. I also really found it so annoying how he kept referring to himself as Clark Griswold, like in the National Lampoon reference. Mm-hmm. I, I was just like, I don't, I don't, I believe that was him, unless I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was. Um, <laughs> he was, he was super annoying. Um, what's it like though on the first night? Like you obviously aren't used to the producers yet. Like I'm sure you, you develop mm-hmm. like a rapport with them. But what's it like on the first night when they are trying to like f- talk to you and also um, like bring you props to use when you get out of the limos? Like, what is that like? Wait, before we answer that, I want to say for the first episode, the reason why I was shocked is because they gave us so much more than mm. I thought they were. Oh, yeah. That's that's why I was shocked. With the Dale stuff, it, right? Yes. Gave us so much more than I thought we were going to get. So I wow just no no you're no you're right i'm I'm glad (laughs) natasha you should host a podcast you bring it back to the important stuff but i um, have a tea room (laughs) we're gonna talk about that more of that in a little bit but um i agree with you and that rachel Lindsay, and i were talking about it a couple days ago and i think that that suggests to me that like the next few weeks of claire are gonna have so much action that they didn't Mm -hmm. need to like keep the dale secret in the mm, bottle yeah. because like there's going to be enough drama that they don't need to like build up to it. But there's been a lot of speculation on um, if Dale, uh, like it, when he came out of the limo and when Claire said, I think I just met my husband because the way it was edited, it, it made it seem like Claire said that specifically about Dale right after he got right, out of the right, limo. Right, 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 right. And Could she have said that about someone else. Right. That's like, what I thought too. I thought maybe, okay, maybe they're just like snippeting things in here to make it look like that. And then also when she was talking to, I think his name's Blake. And she was like, you are, mm. you know, the only guy that reached out to me during quarantine. Mm. And like, I just want to say, you know, that whole conversation, I was like, wait, 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 dial it back. I thought, you know, like, I know I that was the rumor that she was talking to Dale. It was a huge rumor, you know? And I was just like, so are they trying to save Claire type of situation or is this for real? You know, I don't know. My, I don't know. My sources say that she in fact was not talking to Dale. And she did, in fact, say that after Dale came out. But wow, I don't know. I heard, I, Lots to wonder. We, we listened to the podcast that you did with Rachel Lindsay. Oh, cool. and Thanks. Yeah, we listened to it. And Rachel said that, you know, she thinks that, that Claire would have told her if they had spoken. But I'm sorry. I I just, I can't believe it. I know. It's really hard for me to believe it's it, It's so too. hard to believe. I mean, I'm not trying to call anyone a liar. But, like, and I get they're trying to, you know it's just I mean I'm yikes that's all I can it's so hard to believe that they didn't talk before I know it really is hard I know because it seemed like they had instant connection he was just a a nice guy she was floored and didn't she say something like it's been like we've waited so long or something I know oh yeah right when they kissed well she saw his picture at least although I would say almost everyone is way more attractive almost everyone 99% are more attractive like on the show than they are in those stupid photos including Dale yes. I mean he's and just he's very tall he's stunning but here's he's just one thing stunning specimen I will yeah. say what is it? that I wish that she would have just kind of like played it a little bit more cool you know because like you know when you have that girlfriend that's like she sees the guy at the bar and she's like oh my god like that's my husband I love him and you're like you're like girl <laughs> sit down like stop like play it cool let him come to you relax right so like she was just like really like giving him all this affirmation of night one. And I almost wish that she gave the first impression rose to like Blake or something so that like at least Dale would feel like he has to try a little bit more. Cause right now, I mean, dude's knowing a girl like, you know, well, so it's like, well, so I, 
I completely get what you're saying, Sydney, and I completely get that for a girl in her 20s. But when you hit your 30s, yeah, you like, <laughs> you like, it's you, baby. It's you. Like, I just feel like when you're in your 20s, yeah, you play it cool. Like, mm, yeah, whatever. When you hit your 30s, you're just more serious about what you're really looking for because you've done all the games already. And it's like, if she if she really meant that and said that about him and she knows, I mean, why wait another day for Bay? Well, wait, because there's a, there's a lot of other guys there and I don't want her, to, you know, like there's a lot of other people there. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, let's just wait a second. Just a second. But then after when they showed us kind of what happens during the season, I didn't see her like, you know, connecting with other men. So I was like, okay, good. Like that makes me feel good. Yeah, then. she's right. still giving people a chance. I yeah. I think that's really true to Natasha. Like when you hit your 30s, you're just sort of like, this is going to work or it's not. So like, let's mm-hmm. skip a lot of the bullshit. And it's like, that, that makes sense though. That makes sense. Yeah. I used to go on like five dates, ten, you know, 10 dates, date a guy for a year to figure out that I don't like them. Now I'm like, second date. No, baby. This ain't gonna work. <laughs> keep keep <laughs> you know? it moving. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> like facts. It is true. I guess I, I think there's obviously been a lot made about her age. Like, did, did that Which come across ridiculous. to you guys? Like, I no. mean, why do you say it's ridiculous, Cindy? I think it's true just because like everyone's like shining this huge light on it. Like it's who cares, you know, like what does it really matter? You know, I, I don't, I don't see um, the importance in it. Um, if we were to like shine any light on it, it kind of just goes back to what Natasha was saying. It's like, we have this more seasoned woman that like knows exactly what she wants. Exactly. And it's not going to be a bunch yes. of just like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Cause yes. we get that a lot with like, Oh, I just don't know. But like, yes. I think Claire is going to be a type of bachelorette that, that knows and that's because she and owns had, it i yeah, think we get that the, i think we get that wishy-washiness way more at the bachelor when it's a male lead than when it's the bachelorette mm-hmm. i feel like women why do you think that juliet because women know they, <laughs> just, they know and they're also like yeah they don't they don't have two heads if you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> here we go <laughs> there you go oh man um, just, <laughs> yes do i do understand what you're saying thanks for clarifying um <laughs> I'm curious to see how the next couple of weeks play out because we know Tasha's coming, though ABC and Tasha herself won't admit it. Apparently on Clickbait, her pod with Hannah Ann. Have you guys listened mm-hmm. to that? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Hannah Ann, I'm so happy for her. <laughs> Are you? Yes, I am. I am. I'm glad that someone from our season is doing something because I feel like a lot of people were hoping for paradise to happen. Yeah. And, um, you know after what happened with our season, just, you know, just to be frank, having a bachelor who really didn't know what he wanted in a different situation than like Claire, you know, um, I feel like a lot of us felt like, well, why were, why are we here? If you were just going to end up with a girl that you already met, like what, you know what I mean? Like kind of, so I'm happy for her in the sense that she is thriving, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Like I'm happy for her. I am. Brief digression. We'll get back to everything else. Yes, 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 yes. Have you guys seen, <laughs> have you guys seen the rumor that um, Madison is dating Michael Porter Jr. of the Denver Nuggets? Yes. yes. Do, do you guys know if that's true or not? I, 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 I talk to Maddie regularly. Me and Maddie are, are pretty close. So, you know, we've talked about it and she's, you know, we, we you know. Um, but I, you know what? I will say that Maddie is in a place right now where she's also just thriving and of course, she's going to have people that are interested in her. In her, um, But, you know, if you get caught, 
a Mexican restaurant, you know, you kind of have to say, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. You know, we're on a date. But just to say that, to say that they're dating, dating, no. But um, are they both interested and enjoy each other's time? Yeah. You know? Okay. Yes, I do know. Also, like, not to harp too much on age, but very age appropriate. Early 20s, just hang out with people you like. That's cool. Right, exactly. right. She's just hanging out. She's having a good time. Great playoffs exactly. for Michael Porter Jr. Great time to be investing in him. Not that it matters <laughs> only, but just saying. Yes. <laughs> it's it's yeah. on the rise. Also, Denver, great team. Okay. Back. Yes. Thank you for that. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right. It's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Jedi are being murdered. On June 4th, Star Wars returns only on Disney+. Plus. I didn't do it! Believe me! She was my student. Let me be the one to bring her in. Now she is a student of the dark side. An acolyte. Star Wars The Acolyte, two-episode premiere June 4th, only on Disney+. Plus. Back to um, Claire's night one. So I am curious, like, what's it like dealing with the producers on the first night? Like, I know Natasha, you knew Julie, but just mm-hmm. in general, like... I did not see her at all, though, yeah, on the she, first night. She's like the lead producer. Like, she works mm-hmm. the lead, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I didn't know. <laughs> What's it like getting used to that where you're just like having someone like ask you like really intense questions or try to like fact find or whatever it might be? Um, For me, I think I had to just get used to it because at first I was just giving, you know, like I wouldn't really dial in and really give them what they needed. But after a little bit, I thought it was like almost therapeutic for me because I was like, okay, I get to just get these feelings out, talk about what I need to talk about, but also have them kind of, you know, prepare me for what's about to happen, you know, talk through these moments. But the first night I will say I was a little taken aback because I just wasn't expecting it to be just like almost like a rat race to like, you know, get to talk to your lead. So that was definitely um, something I had to get used to just because I, I was like, well, you know, it'll just happen organically and it'll just speak to him whenever, but that is not the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I definitely thought that like he was just going to come up and be like, "Hi Natasha, let's get exactly. a talk." <laughs> I had I didn't know because I didn't really watch the show beforehand, so I had no idea. And so talking to the producers, the, the producers actually in my opinion on the first night were great. It was the other girls that it was just like you got to duck and be like, "Wait, oh, someone else is coming. Oh shoot, something else is happening." Like just pe- things are happening all over. Like it just for me, it was very chaotic. I kind of at one point was just in the corner, like, 
watching it all just go. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Like what's happening? And like, people are crying because they haven't talked to them and people are getting drunk. Like it was just chaotic and it didn't seem chaotic for Claire. Like the guys seemed a little more yeah. reserved. I don't know if it's because they were so hot and they didn't want to run around or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, but it just seemed a little, a lot, a lot more reserved than, but of course you're not in it. We're only seeing a portion of it. Sure. You know, what, you know so, what I mean? So if you don't insert yourself on night one, you don't get time. I, I don't think so. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. If you don't insert yourself, um, or if you don't have something already kind of planned out that you want to do. Um, yeah, I don't think you're yeah. going to get time. Yeah. Or also, I know for me on the first night, I talked to multiple producers. Like I know there's one, there was someone who didn't, there were were a few people who didn't talk to Peter on the first night. Right. Yeah. I think there were a few people who didn't talk to him and like to say to one producer, Hey, I'm ready to talk to him. And like, there's, you know, there's way more girls than there are producers running around. So you have to, I remember going up to multiple people being like, I still haven't talked to him yet. So I haven't talked to him, you know? So you kind of have to like grind it out and like see that. But I, and so that's why it's actually good. And I mean, this is kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent, but Peter was also in that position at one point. So he yeah. recognizes when people are trying, I think, to see him opposed to like Matt, who's never been in that situation now. So like if Matt is like, I don't know how that's going to play out. Like, cause there's so many times in our season that Peter was like, I get it. I know that it's stressful. I know that it's this because he was in that position so mm-hmm. I wonder how that's going to work with Matt's season because he hasn't been in that position. And so, you know, when girls are freaking out, he's probably just like, oh my God, what? Yeah, he, <laughs> like he doesn't he doesn't have the context of like, oh, this is just yes. night one, it gets better yes. or whatever. But I just think yes. um, I've been a Matt fan for a long time. So anything that sounds like criticism comes from love. But I just feel like he <laughs> seems so excited for the experience and more over the attention mm-hmm. that like, it'll be fine. I just think that he's like bought into it. And, you know, he's also obviously been around the franchise. So I, mm-hmm. I think that he'll be okay. I just feel like he wants I think, it. I think he's going to do great. Like I'm so excited for him and, and like these girls and just like what it's going to come of it. I, I think it's going to be honestly one of the best seasons of the bachelor. I really do. I really I do. do. I think it's going to be great. I do think it's going to be great too, in the sense that like, for me, like I know a lot of people go on the show and say that they, they haven't watched it and they actually did watch it, but I really didn't watch it. So I really just came in as myself and like just me being myself. And so with him being, not being a part of the bachelor or bachelorette, you know, um, and just being kind of the outsider inside the world, if that makes sense, because of his two besties. I think that he's going to bring a whole new flavor to what it actually is to be the bachelor. Yeah. I agree. I'm excited for him. I I am excited too. Um, More night one questions with the props, like the guy with the fart box. How, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. unacceptable, unacceptable. You're both shaking Mm -hmm. your head in unison. I love it. Yeah, no, no. But you know what? Even worse for the fart box for me, this is, and and I watched the, I watched the uh, premiere with my friend, Victoria. Um, our friend Victoria, Victoria F. Oh yeah, our yes, our friend Victoria. Yes, our friend we, Victoria. We know Victoria F. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I like the flats. Someone yeah. who brought her flats, like she, Victoria was like, I love that. I would love that. I hated that. Don't bring me flats. I just like, thought it was very unsexy. Sort of like yeah, it's just sort like, of like let's just be on the couch together. It's like yes, that's a good part of a relationship, but skipping a lot of steps. 
Yeah. Oh, like, oh, what? Like, bring, you know what? Bring me flats, like, like on our one-on-one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, night one, boo, don't bring me the goddamn flats. <laughs> the fart box was absolutely unacceptable. If that, if I was the bachelorette and someone would have did that, I would have been like, Chris, get them out of here. Like, get them out. I don't even want to talk to him in a few minutes. I already know just off the jump. If he does this, I'm not going to be into it. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. I, I agree because you have to be. He clearly didn't bring that with him from home. Like obviously, someone a producer like was like here do this and I know, he did and it. So that's like the worst part. Yeah. And yeah. now, but and now you're the fart box guy. One hundred percent. I mean, forever. I don't even know what his name is. I don't even know what his like, name is. What woman would be into that? Like, it's not funny. <laughs> I, I don't know either. Um, I, I just was, and, and I agree with you. Like, he'll just be the fart box guy from now on. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, maybe he'll he'll get to remake himself in Paradise, but it's not the same as like being grocery store Joe, right? Like he got to yeah. be slightly different. But this guy, his name is Zach J. We don't even know his name. Zach J. And yeah, he's just the fart box. Huge, huge mistake. Worst part of the premiere. Now I have a question though. If he were like stunningly hot, like hot. And he brought a fart box. Will we? Will we be like, oh, that was cute? No, we would not. Like <laughs> no, if, Dale, if Dale no. did that, it would still be like, that's your app. He's got to go. Yeah, I'd be like, he's weird, and I'm not into it. No, yeah, no. There's did, no- he go, did he go home night one? Zach J. Yeah, I think he really? did, but I, I, I'm not positive. I think he you did. Also, it, I thought the track. guy with the straight jacket that was a that was a weird <gasps> move, right? Yeah. He kept it on the whole time. Yeah, it was a yeah, strange yeah. move. I'm sorry. I would be like, there's only one crazy cat in this relationship. You got to go. <laughs> what I thought was weird about it is because usually like, if you do something like that, like you have to have an amazing joke. Like you have to do it so good and like stick to it. But he kind of was just like, you know, I'm going crazy over you or something like just like super like low key. And it was like, you have to have like, a big thing to wear straight, like make yeah. it funny. <laughs> yeah. It just, it yeah. just didn't work. Also. Yeah. The only way to make that work, so don't make a play, is to break out of it, right? To be like, Claire, yeah. I'm in a straight jacket. You've driven me crazy. Or, and then like, I'm breaking out of yeah. it. Like show show your strength yeah. or something like that. Yeah, like a shirtless, like, I love you, Claire, in, in, on his bare she chest. Wanted, she, didn't, she didn't want to take it off. So he got to home that <laughs> one. So. <laughs> oh my God. Did you guys have any props? Um, I Oh, okay. I'll tell you my favorite. My favorite was a guy who did the breath because... Mm. Honestly, for mine, that was I mean, sweet. I had, I I did like a, um, a breathing essential oil mm. thing with Peter when I got out of the limo. And I love that, that he did that. The, the like, t- let's take a deep breath here. You know, mindfulness. I'm all about that. So my prop was essential oil. Oh, yes, I, nice. I had that. <laughs> yeah. I liked, the, I liked the deep breath as well. Um, yeah. That was really good. I just want to say straight jacket guy. His name was Jay. He did not go yeah. home. He did oh, not he go home. No. But wait, no, but did Farkbox go home? Zach. Um, I don't think he did either. They're they're both still in the <gasps> wow. game, guys. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, you know what? You can't judge first night, man. Fine. Oh. I, <laughs> I know. I think that the deep breath guy did go home though. Wasn't that Jordan? No. <laughs> that's awful. See, that's awful. Jordan, I would have kept you for another night. He I lives in Santa would've. Monica. You guys could check him out. I was, I was, <laughs> I was creeping on his Instagram and he um he was bike riding in the Pacific Palisades. So he's in your area. If you guys want to oh, hang out with him. Nice. Maybe okay. we'll maybe we'll do some meditation. We'll do a job. We'll do some job. deep breaths. In addition to Dale, was there anyone who did stick out to you that you're like, oh, I'm interested in this person? 
interested or it seemed interesting. But yeah, because I um I think Ivan seems like a really sweet dude and also really smart, kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. I was glad that he stuck around though. But like to your point earlier about like how shocked you were, Natasha, it was like really the Dale show. Like mm-hmm. and then and, and then we had this Blake Tyler too. Blake yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah. But in in a way that just seemed like they had to acknowledge the fact that he reached out. I think that Blake is gonna I you know I think it's Dale, obviously, in the end. But I think Blake's going to be the kind of uh, the kind of thing where you know everyone like is rooting for him and we want him. He's such a nice guy, but she kind of sees him as a friend, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I hear you. That's what my vibe. I'm getting that. I'm getting that vibe. Mm. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to see like what turns the show takes over the next couple of weeks because I'm so excited. They pull out so out fast. There. I know. And then yeah. and then in comes Tasha. Um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, I can't wait for that too. I'm, I'm excited. I'm just excited to see like how do they restart in the middle of the season? You know, I don't know. And then like what like the new connections is going to be really interesting. I also thought that like the COVID aspect of this was so gnarly. I loved it. Like it because these people like like when someone said to her, "I haven't hugged anybody in six months" or something like that. Like. I was just like, I feel that. Like the first time I hugged someone, like when I, after quarantine, like it really was just like a long, weird hug. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. ah, you I know, know. So I I totally that that aspect of it I think is very interesting of the show. Yeah, I I've enjoyed that piece of it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it it worked out well. What do you guys think about for these guys going on the show, knowing that they won't be the next Bachelor because Matt is teed up, like? If you guys had been on the show with Peter, knowing that they had already picked Claire, how would that have changed things? Not only for you, but for everyone else in the house. Um, I think that very quickly sets the tone for if you're not here for the right reasons, like, you know, get out. So, because, you know, there could be a situation where I do, I do, I feel that because you could always, there could be situations where people are like, well, you know, one of us is going to be the back. I don't know. It's just. I'm very open and honest. And I think that that um, the fact that there's already a bachelor, I, as Claire, would feel more confident in like these guys are, you know, really, mm-hmm. really here for me and nothing else. Well, but I also think that there's a, yes, I do agree with you, but there's also normally only one person from a season if it's even your season. So when people aren't here for the right reasons, I don't think it's necessarily just because of Bachelorette. I also think it's for the clout of sure. being a part world well right? yeah yeah but that's an so, aspect of the cloud I guess you could say maybe yeah exactly no yeah I do I agree but so like I never went on the show or even I, I don't even know I rarely heard people even talk about like no Bachelor no or, one ever talked about it you know like oh, never, it's yeah. only one person that yeah. can like so it's like I'm gonna if I'm not this, if I'm not engaged I'm gonna be the best like I don't know it's just a weird thing if people think about maybe people think about it and they kept it to themselves they didn't tell me about it I don't know but um <laughs> the I think that for this being the bachelor that doesn't mean and they're breaking the mold so much that doesn't mean that they won't be the bachelor or maybe they're going on the show because they want to do paradise or you know there's so many other things that's a part of this world that um, I heard people on our season talk way more about Paradise than they did about being Bachelorette, you know? Yeah. Well, Paradise seems yeah. really fun. Also, like, it seems like there's, a, like, a lot of women from your season just, like, our pals. Like, obviously, you guys are friends. Mm-hmm. Sydney, you said you talked to Madison. You guys are rooting for Hannah Ann. Like, it just seems mm-hmm. like there's a lot of friendship. So there would have been a good chance you were hanging out with your friends on the beach. Like, who doesn't want to do that? Yeah, and right. I think, I don't know about other seasons per se, but I think our season, like, we... 
even the people that I don't, that I'm not very close with, I still root for them because we just kind of got handed like a like I just feel like it was just handed a bad, yeah. you know, it was a, it was a bad throw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and do you do you mean that because of Peter's indecisiveness or because of COVID or both? No, because no, because of the indecisiveness. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm, definitely. Because I mean, it just got to the point where it was just like, yeah, I guess this person really doesn't know what he wants, and that sucks when you are looking to possibly be engaged to someone. Right. You know. Um, and that's what's so refreshing about Claire, in my opinion, because she just looks like she's ready. She knows. And that's just like, yes, we have someone who knows. I, I also like that she's like not um, embarrassed or ashamed of like how she feels. Like she's just like, this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And I'm going for it. And like she's owning it. And I, I like by me even suggesting that I'm happy she's not that way. It's like suggesting that she should. And I, I don't mean that at all. But like, Mm -hmm. I, I just think that like, it's refreshing, you know, it's so different. And, Mm um, I don't know, but my main critique of Claire is that her house looked like a hotel, like in her bed and stuff. I was like, that looks like a a lovely hotel room in like downtown Chicago or something. I was just like, are we sure this is her house? Did they put her up somewhere? Yeah. They may have put her up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was like really confused by that, but, um, yeah, I, uh, it's, it's going to be fun coming up. So let's talk about what you guys are up to right now, which is Natasha. Last time we spoke to you was in, I think, June, perhaps July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very hot. I remember it was a hot day. And mm-hmm. since then, you've launched this Instagram show, The Tea Room, that Sydney, mm-hmm. you've been a part of quite a bit. And mm-hmm. how have you been enjoying that? And like, what what are you guys up to now? I Well, so yeah, I started the tea room. It just kind of was like an organic thing. I talked to my girlfriends about it before doing it and just was thinking about it. It's just like, also just, it came out of just not having a day to day thing to do. And I was like, this could be fun. And also I personally, like I had a connection with Sydney on the very, very first night that we met. Um, and I do also, like you said, like, I think she got a bad rap and people of course, only saw one part of it and she is so funny and so fun and like there's so many great things about her that people just don't see and um that's you know when you go on a show you get portrayed one way and that is what it is but I'm like if we did this thing and showed your followers my followers just people in general that you know just us shooting the shit like for some reason I think people would like it I think people would be into it you know And that's kind of how it started. And I did a few with the girls and like Sydney, like I get so every time Sydney and I do it, I get so many messages of people saying, Oh my gosh, you guys are this, you guys are that, you know, we love your friendship. We also love how real you guys are. And amazing kind feedback, which is something I think we all just needed after, you know, some of the things that happened to, you know, me, other cast members, a lot of our cast members. So it's, it's been Mm -hmm. so nice to have a place of like kindness and relief and somewhere where we actually feel comfortable and not scared to go on and talk about just our normal lives and, and yeah. not be like, Oh, I don't want to check my messages. If we're going to be, you know, telling me to in my, you know, <laughs> in your life. Yeah, literally. So, so it's, crazy. it's really nice. And I, I think it's, I think it's been great. I don't, yeah. I don't want to go too negative, but like, I was just so confused, Sydney, in particular for you, like the negativity that you got. And it was like, yeah. because you said you were bullied and people were like, no, you weren't. Is that what right. it was? Like, 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 how, how, yeah. how did people, I, and I, I remember it was like, well, she has photos in her yearbook of like nice things being said about her. And I was like, who cares? It's a yearbook. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> that was so such, strange to me. Such a crazy time, man. Yeah. So, you know, I opened up about some really crazy bad times in my life, which were all pretty much during my high school experience and like things that had happened to me and things that I wasn't a part of because I really hadn't have any friends and just like that whole part of my life and how that shaped me to be who I am today. And people were just like, nope. No, um, you competed in a pageant, so that means everyone loves you. And you went yeah. to you uh, you went to homecoming, so that means you were um the most liked person in your high school. I'm just like, you guys, <laughs> you guys are wild. Like, it's just it it was really just it was the depths that people went to to tear me apart and and make my story not mine and what I went through in my family. And it was it was a really big horrible time in my life that I really had to heal from, and it was just taken to such extremes for people to like um to just you know be hateful and you know not take me for what I'm saying and then you know now looking back I'm 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 thankful for you know everything that I have now but and and how I got through it but yeah it was definitely um I wasn't expecting it that's for sure so <laughs> not so, expecting it. so bizarre and just like yeah I don't I I'm honestly perplexed by it I'm so sorry you went through that seems like you <laughs> are doing better and I'm I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, it's just like so crazy. I kind of like don't get that about the show in general. Like obviously we have a lot of fun making fun of people, not wearing socks, fart box, just guys. Right. Just like, but the the personal attacks in your DMs, just like, why is it worth the time? I never, I'm going to DM the fart guy and be like, you're disgusting. You fart. idiot. Like what? It's like, we all, we all do that sometimes. Right. Like what? Like, it's like, right. Yeah, you saw it. I was just, I was very like, I think, I think some other girls can say as well, like you're very just like naive to what you're not expecting. Like I had no idea. I was so naive going into this process and, and to know now what you're really getting into is like something you can't even imagine. I didn't, I really, in that time, I was just so naive. I was like, people, people aren't, aren't like this, you know, like people aren't going to do, yeah, wild. (laughs) I and I used to always tell Sid like you have to try really it's hard of course because we're conditioned to focus and to let negativity seep in but we have to focus on the positive we have to focus on the positive and like I got the sweetest message from someone who watches the tea room all the time his name's Dylan he's really sweet um but he said that having a tea room with like Tammy and Kelsey he was like you know I see a whole different side to them and I understand them so much more than what I saw on the show from seeing them on the tea room, like talking to you. And like that warms my heart because yeah, no, no one is just one way, right? Like there's so many sides to, to everyone. And so that really warmed my heart when I got that message and I sent it to, I sent it to Kelsey. I don't think I sent it to Tammy yet, but um, because it's like, yeah, they got a bad rap and about things. I thought a weird thing about your season when I look back on it is that a lot of the women, I think Sydney, you included, were made to seem like very sullen and like sad. And it, I thought right. that was strange. I was like, it made it seem like you were just like actively having a bad time. And maybe that was right. just like Peter's it, vibe. But it, it, I think, I think you, Sydney and Kelsey in particular were made to seem like very upset. Just dark, upset, always Moody. pissed yeah. off, always just bitchy. Like I'm like, that is not the case. I think it's, it's, it's like, um, I know Hannah Ann and like Madison, they were really like, you know, they're such like lights of like sunshine and it were great and la la la. But like a lot of other of us were, you know, that way as well, but we just didn't get perceived in that way because I don't know, you know, it's just how they kind of do it. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. It's- and for, and I, 
And for me, it's like, you know, I would be having really deep, like real conversations with Peter about real life stuff. And I think that might be also why it wasn't shown so much because it's like, oh no, this is like actual real. This is not enough drama. This is not enough sad. Just like, you know, um, well, what do you see yourself actually doing after this show? Like what, like, you know, what, like I live in New York, you live in LA, like what, like, you know what I mean? Like, where does this go for What does this mean for us? No one clearly wants to see that. Do we want to see sad people or we want to see people getting upset with each other or whatever, you know, we were having like every time we sat and we talked, it was like about real life things and like what he wanted to do and what he loved and what I loved. And, you know, just, so I guess for some people that might be boring, but, um, when you go into something and for me, I didn't have drama with a lot of the girls on the show or anything like that. I tried to focus on Peter the most and it just wasn't shown, you yeah. know, because I wasn't this like mopey, sad person that they took for one minute. You know what I mean? It's like one minute. I'm like, I'm clearly on my cycle and I'm having a bad day. Oh, show that part. You know, it's like, oh God. And it's funny yeah. you say that, Natasha, because I feel like a lot of what the the reason why I was looked at as kind of sullen and sad and bitchy was because I think my like, you know, sometimes they kind of link you to like a sad story moment. So like my sad story yeah. moment, was very like that was who I was like that right. girl like that was just like my whole identity and I'm like no 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 this is not like <laughs> I you know I'm here and that's not who I am anymore so I think they really just kind of stuck to that and that's maybe also why the hate was just so bad because yeah. it was very like uh, magnified that part yeah. of my story so well I'm glad you guys are using your platforms to show who you actually are and I'm glad you came on the show it's so it's so delightful talking with both of you I also (laughs) I think that one thing that's positive with the Claire and Tasha switch up um is that it will force the guys I think to be like recast a little bit too whoever sticks around or who comes back however they do it like just Mm -hmm. because they were acting well with with way with Claire maybe that we'll get to see them in a different light with Tasha which like will be cool so I'm or I'm hopeful that will be the case I obviously don't know I haven't seen the show but like I feel like to give it like a distinct narrative that will have to happen. So I saw, I I agree with you. And I wonder if anyone's going to be like, you know, you have the option to stay for this other bachelorette. And then someone's like, no, I was completely in love with Claire and I don't want to be here anymore because that would be very, I would, commendable if someone yeah, did that. Yeah, I wonder if because I actually I saw um I saw a clip of Claire and then and another guy from another show that she was on and basically like when I guess it wasn't gonna work out between them, he left because she was like, hmm. you know, he was like, This is the person that I want to be with. I wanna be with Claire and if I can't be with her, I don't want to be here. And like that, yeah, that is commendable. It was a it was on um it was one of, it was the French guy. I forgot his name. Hmm. What's his name? You know what I'm talking about? Um, Juliet. It was on Winter Games. Oh Benoit, yeah. 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 Benoit. Yes. Benoit. 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 Yes. Um, that was like so sweet. So I wonder if anyone's going to do I, that. Cause I if they do, so. I'm interested not. to see that how they do that. And if it's, if it's an option, obviously it'll be an option, but like, how are they going to bring in a, a new crop of guys in and how do they, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how they play that out. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. On the Benoit note, by the way, Lauren Zima, um, I think posted this or maybe she reposted Claire she, like Benoit was supposed to be a part of Claire's premiere. Like they filmed something together and then I guess they just cut it because of like the whole storyline changed. But like when no. she was in have a normal oh. season, she did like a sit down with him like in LA or Sacramento or something. He seemed like a really nice guy. So nice. He was, and he just loved her. Oh my God. He really did. He really yeah. Did. When you know, you know, you know? Yeah, seriously. Um, well, we're going to keep following you Natasha, at Natasha Parker on Instagram for the tea room. Thank you. And at Sydney Hightower, yes. right? On Instagram? 
Sydney Nicole High. Sorry, Sydney Nicole High. I love it. Yeah, um, yes. it was great to catch up with you guys. I really loved it. Thank you for doing this. Hope you'll come back and uh, enjoy your weekend mm-hmm. in LA together. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you for having us as well. These are really yeah. great. You have a really good insight. I love the one that you did with with Rachel because she always gives some golden she nuggets. She makes it easy. You know, she know. always does. <laughs> no. She's a real insider. She's like both journalist and insider. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of per- perfect. Yeah. So as always, shout out to Rachel. I'll be back on Tuesday with Nora Princiati to talk about Claire's second week and much more to come. Thank you guys. Talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.